Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. for the last 20 years is direct response marketing. I make millions. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do for money. I'm like the Wizard of Oz. Lisa and I met the first Sundance that I lived in Utah. I know she has my back. I know she wants what's best for me. I know there's no ulterior motive there. She was like, oh my God, you're amazing. And I just felt the same way about her. I just really like that Meredith is 100% Meredith all the time. She's super consistent and she's a great person. Heather and I have been friends for years. We are actually cousins. We are bloodline relatives. She's the best human I know and she's such a good friend to me. She never explodes on me. I can tell her anything I want, critical or otherwise, and I know that she will listen and of everyone's business with mine a special double episode this week as we had the season three premiere of salt lake city and the penultimate episode of real housewives of beverly hills thank god um join with me today is tom hamlet hello hi thanks for having me kara <sighs> thank you so much for being here do you want to tell everybody where to find you right yeah, now before we get into it right now so everything you're doing please uh, go to instagram you can follow me at the tom hamlet uh, i am one half of the dumpster dive podcast with my sister kicks hamlet um and we chat all things uh bravo and then also kind of throw it back to what kind of reality television brought people into the genre and we've had kira on so go check that episode out and uh, yeah we have a fun or we'll do a fun halloween series we're watching old halloween episodes of housewives so make sure to check that out uh- Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, so you have a sister, I have sisters. Mm-hmm. I feel like this knowledge is really gonna um 
help with regard to Beverly Hills, but we're going to talk yes. about, we're going to talk about the premiere of Salt Lake City first. Um, right. But I wanted to ask you a quick question. I'm going to steal this from Las Culturistas. Mm-hmm. I want to know what was the housewife that told you that housewives in general was for you? That's interesting. I, you know, it's definitely going to be someone in New York because that was mm-hmm. a, that was a pivotal moment for me. Um, probably it's hard to say because so many of these women are like cancelable at this point, but it's okay. It's a safe space. You know, it's going to be Bethany or Ramona only because like those early seasons of Ramona, like bug eyed walking down the the runway and just like not knowing what, where the camera was like just madness. So that was part of it. And then also Bethany's just, um, her Greek chorus aspect of like the early seasons of Roni, where she just really narrated the show you felt like she was relatable in some sort of way back in 2008 and um it just kind of made sense then a very important distinction because 2022 bethany is a a different different animal altogether (laughs) did you see the recent video of her making that like that turkey patty ew no i saw a video of her um well Bryn rather making um some sort of pumpkin spice cold foam and i thought you know what that's i'm good no, I'm good. And someone tweeted on on Twitter. They were like, "It was a video of the turkey patty thing." And this is like just a reminder that Bethany is a cook, not a chef. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? She deserves that to come chiming back every every single time. I if agree. Kelly Ben got one thing right, it was that. It was she, that. You in the moment? In the moment? As what I remember watching, be like, "No, she's a chef." She's like, oh, yeah. "I'm like, in hindsight, like, no, she's a cook." She is she's a, a good, I mean, she's a good cook, but that doesn't mean she's a chef. Well, I don't even know about that. Based on the the recipes that I've seen, I'm not even sure if she's a good cook. <laughs> and she acts like she makes the best guacamole in the world. Like like it, she no. just made it on a random Wednesday afternoon, and it's like earth shattering. And we all need to know the very basic ingredients to guacamole that she somehow has made better than anybody else. It's it's incredible. I feel like she just pours like salsa in a jar of avocados <laughs> and says, ta-da. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's not talk about Bethany, please, God. Um, the premiere of Salt Lake City, how did you feel? Did you love it? So I'm like meh on Salt Lake City overall because I feel like we hyped them up so much. And then like, it's just been a kind of a tumultuous relationship with them. But this premiere was everything to me. I'm so excited for this season. I think we have... Speaking of New York, like, it feels like we have old school, it feels like old school housewives to me. Like, there's alliances changing. It kind of feels like old school New Jersey in the way where families are kind of being split apart. Like, there's just a lot of story here. So I really think we have a lot to look forward to this season. I wish I could think of who said this, but somebody just said, like, as long as Potomac and Salt Lake are doing well, Atlanta and Orange County really need to watch their backs because they're kind of like the equivalent um franchises like um so yeah i i i'm i'm really excited um i'm gonna start off with two hot takes um one do you miss mary cosby and two do you think seth is hot i did i don't anymore (laughs) (laughs) okay well i'll just be alone on that boat by myself then i get it i get the vibe he just I hate when a guy knows that he's knows that people think he's hot now you know sometimes it's nice to be like 
don't you don't you know like there there are people like in this world that you think are hot that not everyone thinks that are hot and you're like this is my guy like right. i remember being from the beginning like seth is hot yeah and like now everyone's on the train and i'm like he's on the train mm, he's yeah. conducting the train he is and you want to really thought he was doing something when he went grocery shopping and that look uh, the look and the, the groceries yeah i want to talk about that okay so let's get into it the first two minutes iconic just like whoa filled with hypocrisy i feel like the editors really were in their bag with this like they nailed that is something we've never seen like an yeah. old throwback to like first time sitting in a chair recording shit that has now all turned on each and every one of i mean it's it's poetic honestly like a complete 180 across the board um jen shaw and that damn amazon microphone are talking about how she makes millions of dollars oh, <laughs> oh my god meredith and lisa are talking about how strong their relationship is whitney and heather are talking about how strong their cousin relationship is yep. and as we find out like literally everything is the opposite um shocking just truly shocking it really makes me sad about Wendy and Heather to be honest with you it does with me too especially because well I'll, I'll mention this in a second but okay so our first like real scene are Lisa meeting up with Heather and Jen meeting up with Meredith and Meredith and Jen are like actually friends it kind of seems like whereas to me the Lisa and Heather thing is like complete strategery to quote George W. Bush. <laughs> like, <laughs> like completely like and Heather knows it too. She's like, I know that I'm the last person in the world who Lisa wants to talk to, but I'm gonna entertain this yeah. because I wanna know what's going on. And yeah, what are your thoughts on Lisa? Because I feel like people really stand her and I don't, not even ironically. So I like her a lot, ironically, because she's just crazy. Like she's yeah. like she is a walking soundbite, and it's just fun to see her just navigate this world. Because every time, literally every, I could listen to just every, we could turn everyone's mics off, and I would just listen to her navigate like a scene and just hear what she <laughs> says under her breath. Because I'm sure it's just like crazy. She just is such a kooky woman, and I gravitate towards kookiness. So I like her for that. But okay, but. But I don't care for her when she's over planning plot lines and things like that. I had to laugh though when she was like, Heather, you get away. <laughs> she's like, I had to bring you here because you get away with saying crazy shit. And I said crazy shit too, but everyone loves you and hates me. Right. <laughs> she has like no understanding that like you can't just call somebody a whore um, yeah. multiple times and talk of shit about their family, their mm. pussy, their <laughs> livelihood. Yeah, and uh-huh. like Heather's not done that, Lisa. That's the difference. But she doesn't get it. And that, you know what? I'm, I'm changed my mind. It is actually pretty funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. She has no self-awareness, which is where I need. I need my housewives to live in the lack of self-awareness world. Because whenever our Bravo liberties get a little too much self-awareness is when we, we lose the thread. I am fully with you. I think Heather gave her excellent advice. I don't think Lisa got it. She's not listening. She doesn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, no, seriously, like you actually have to be humble and genuinely apologetic. And like, you're going to have to eat crow for a little bit. And Lisa's like just blinking that hard, fast blink that she does. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, got it, got it, got it. Definitely not going to do any of that, but I hear you. (laughs) Can we also talk about cowgirls are forever? Because I can't stop thinking about it. Did you notice this? Fine. (laughs) It is the fact that like I think we forget like 
on reality shows, like there's a, there are people that scout where we're going. Like they <laughs> like this is a very pre-planned locale we're at, right? Right. And they picked the table, they picked the lighting. Like they could ask them to remove something from a wall. Like right. They felt like it didn't fit the shot. And yeah, so for them to so <laughs> so delightfully place between yeah. these two women who act like it's like the meeting of the minds like in like the Sopranos or something like they feel like right. like like we live in this like alternate universe in Salt Lake City within this cast that it's like mob wife Salt Lake City but then seeing just like a sign from Home Goods that says cowgirls are forever behind it's like just a reminder where we are in like a shopping mall right now so don't <laughs> don't don't get too like into the, this this high idea that you guys are filming this like high level highbrow show oh, seriously and i was like praying that kyle richards did not see that sign to bring to her aspen house like i we don't need any more comparisons um no so okay uh heather then goes over to whitney's house this is probably my favorite scene of the episode first of all bobby rose whitney's daughter is making a list of pros and cons for men in general and you know i've been guilty of doing the same at some point yeah um, we all <laughs> heather like going to help her with the list and be like don't worry about them being attractive you haven't had ugly sex yet like it's an experience that, I was like, this kid is like 10 he's in sixth grade <laughs> like calm down <laughs> um it's a lot it's a lot but um Whitney's also on this spiritual journey with a woman with very bad bangs named Megan. Um, yeah. Did you watch the Teal Swan documentary? I started it, but something about it didn't hook me. The 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 the, the, the topic had me. There was mm-hmm. something about just like the storytelling, or I I, I don't know. The free form <laughs> of it all was confusing to me. Yeah, that's fair. It does have like a sluggish pace to it, but, but just I would love to watch I need to I want to watch like an hour and a half movie about it to get like the full story, but 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 go ahead, but dive into it. I support that. Um based on what Whitney was saying and the fact that Teal Swan is based in Utah, I was just very mm-hmm. concerned about oh, I didn't know she, being... I thought she was an LA girly. No, she lives in Utah, I'm pretty oh. sure. Um Oh, I believe you. You consume I... so much true crime. <laughs> I really do too much yeah, really no um, <laughs> but yeah I was just like very concerned based on the things that she was saying and like the the excommunication from the church like Teal Swan's mm-hmm. very good at like um alienating people from their families and their loved ones and things like not that she shouldn't like Whitney should not be a Mormon hands down no. <laughs> but, no 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 but I'm also concerned that she might be in a cult a different cult and that's very concerning for me. Um, well, so- I don't you think that a most, <laughs> I feel like people do that though. Just like hop. Yeah, because, and I don't mean to offend anyone about, I'm, I'm not an organized religion girl here. I think it, a lot of it can, can lean cultish sometimes yeah. with a lot of like rules and boundaries and things you can and cannot do told by someone who is like an old white man from the, well, in this case, the 1800s for Mormonism, right? But Literally, like, yeah. There's a comfort in religion, mm-hmm. in guidance, and in cults that like make you probably crave for something similar to it. And, and so much guilt along with we see with Heather. Like, mm-hmm. I thought Heather had completely left the church, but she's like, no, like this would be 
like the final definitive me leaving. And I don't even know if I can do that. Even though her father is dead and her mom's not talking to her, she still yeah. can't like pull the trigger on that because it's yeah. still like the trauma. My God. Yeah, I think she has a, and I, I actually think she has a lot of resentment towards Whitney being mm-hmm. so easily able to let go of Mormonism. I picked up on that too because she was just I asking think it a lot hurts of questions. Her feelings almost. Yeah, it, she was asking a lot of questions that I'm like, this doesn't really feel like support. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of feels like, uh, like questioning or like hesitance or, um, like she's afraid for Whitney's. Right. afterlife and well-being i i thought that was very odd but um yeah i it, it it was troubling to me especially seeing the top of the episode where we hadn't seen we have so much footage in this season which i'm so excited for like they showed us so much new footage at the top of the episode that wasn't even in the trailer like we didn't really understand the extent of like the fight between whitney and heather but i think that there is you can see the i saw the beginning in the the Mormon yeah. scene because she wasn't as relieved for Whitney as I think Whitney maybe thought she would be. Exactly. And the other thing that I picked up on is that they did a quick flash of Heather telling Whitney that she was going to go have lunch with uh, Lisa and mm-hmm. Whitney was actually really supportive and was like, you know what, we're not on good terms, but like maybe this is the start. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if this is like Heather causing shit that she didn't need to be. Yeah, I, you know, it's giving a little Jill and Bethany to me where mm-hmm. Jill didn't, like, where there was two games being played simultaneously. Yeah. Like, like what happened there was that Jill was trying to play a game for the show and Bethany was trying to just exist in her real life. Right. But they didn't understand each other's game. And so right. then the fight happens because they're like, you stop talking to me. And just like, no, but... Like, like it, the fight kind of came out of the show, right? So, like, right. I, I'm, I feel like there is, there's a little bit of that happening here, and mm-hmm. I think Heather is the Jill, and I think Whitney is the Bethany. Agreed. I, I fully agree with you. Oh, yeah. Um, but it also gives shades of like Bethany versus Carol. Uh, sim- I and I think sim- that's also a very similar argument, though. Like, it's a very. Yeah. They their fight is like that because part of the mm-hmm. fight was about the show that they couldn't really talk about. Right, exactly. Um, so Whitney Cook kicks it over to quitmormon.com to mm-hmm. sign the official papers to have her leave. I mean, yep. listen, say what you will about the Mormons, but at least they have like a, a user friendly exit strategy. <laughs> well, yeah, because they got it. They got to know who they w- w- wish hell upon. <laughs> <laughs> they got to have a list. <laughs> Like, they really should have been petty and just done, like, OuterDarkness.com. Like, this right. is where you're going. <laughs> Wait, did you watch? What's the uh, Sins of My Mother? Did you watch that? I am going to. But I followed this Lori Vallow story, so I know all about it. And Like, the light and dark and the... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's we don't have time to talk about that. We don't. <laughs> I can really... Lori is, like, a real trigger for me. I can really go off on her because... I, I can't. I can't do it. Um, so no, sorry, I didn't mean to. I, I, <laughs> I, I believe you're a light person. So thank you. Thank <laughs> you, you, you get like light one, two, three, four, and then dark one, two, three, four. It's like yeah. oh, so crazy. 
um but by the way you guys sentiment brother will be on the patreon next week so so stay tuned for that okay great so. well there you go i plugged it for you and <laughs> zombies too. come into play here i just want to leave that for anyone who oh they that. always do they yeah. always do <laughs> so um yeah um then we're moving on to Jen. She's at her new rental and mm-hmm. she's trying to make us feel sorry for her because she went from a 9,000 square foot house to a 4,500 square foot house. And she doesn't know how to work the uh, fireplace and her closet's much smaller than the last one. So poor thing. Poor, poor girl. Um, right. <laughs> Who cares? Um, Coach Shaw is going to be having his 51st birthday mm-hmm. and Jen's basically just trying to pack it all in. She's got six weeks until this court date or so she thinks, as we all know, you know, different timelines are confusing. Yeah, quite. But she's trying to pack in all the good memories that she can. Um, <laughs> she's going to have a Harlem Nights uh, themed party. And I love Coach Shaw being like, uh, do you know what the demographic of Harlem is? Are any of these people coming to Utah? <laughs> I was like, and then at this party, I'm like, what is this party? It's like a casino night, but then it's also a 20s party, which I, of course, understand the Harlem Renaissance, like in that that era. But I just like, there's no way for Whitney and Heather and Lisa Lisa Barlow to follow the theme Harlem Nights. Like, no, <laughs> I'm I'm actually pleasantly surprised no one did something wildly offensive. Uh, yeah, like a, a Diana Ross wig. No, I didn't say it. But yes. <laughs> yeah i'm totally with you so okay was there was a second angie okay because jen says that we're having having a party at angie angie k's house but there was the other angie who was also in the season yes the one who looks like uh ryan murphy's sarah paulson sarah paulson you know and my apologies to sarah paulson i should know your name um yeah (laughs) you really dropped the ball on that one (laughs) it's really ryan murphy's fault like everybody that's in his universe i just can never remember their names so i feel that That, that's really on him um so yeah they're gonna have the birthday at angie's and yeah that's basically it well sharif was like are you guys gonna be using my party as a way to get to fights with each other because like i really would prefer not to because we've done this before too at yeah. Sharif's birthday party <laughs> that was when she threw the glass and she was dressed up like beyonce at the super bowl at, at, <laughs> at that like golf center or whatever yeah top um, golf <laughs> <laughs> so okay then our next scene is meredith she's at her new house with seth just every season a new house with these people and i really really mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. seth is he i guess has gone grocery shopping but then he got the worst food i saw ramen noodles i saw spaghettios (laughs) who eats spaghettios in 2020 well not spaghettios ramen i could eat all 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 day i love it i could fuck up a chicken ramen or really any flavor at any time but um the spaghettios were no for me the random jelly the uh (laughs) he really just like shopped like a like a frat guy basically yeah um it's not tampering down my attraction to him i will say <laughs> the but, mismatched clothes i can't yeah, the, yeah. the g- blue hat green shirt weird pants shoes jacket uh-huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do love the beard and i think he looked really good at the at the um harlem nights party i think he yeah. looked good so, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah 
I'm a real beard slut. If you got like a little salt and pepper situation, I'm really into that as well. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm I'm same here. <laughs> Uh, so basically, Meredith is still very activated, and she's like, I'm going to mention it all. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do it before, but I'm going to do it now. We're going to talk about Jack Henry LLC. We're going to talk about how there were FCC filings that you guys were soliciting money from people. We're going to talk about how your company was at a loss. Um, I'm going to talk about how John is basically your assistant, Lisa, and how does he have a job? We want to talk about people having jobs. Uh, what does John do? Which right. is a fair question. <laughs> Fair um, question. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I really I like this. Like I like this version of Meredith, I gotta say. I do too, but some of the claims I'm like, yeah, she's like a serial entrepreneur who probably has like tons of failed businesses. And I don't really think it's I don't think anything she was saying is that scandalous if you just like watched a Shark Tank episode. <laughs> you know, like if you have a little bit understanding of like how that world works, I think it's not really that crazy. It's not like it's not like Sonia Morgan who like <laughs> right. has made money on a business she started like eight years ago. Like like the, there are worse business women in this world. And the fact I that agree. John Barlow is working for his wife is a flex on her because she's just like a boss who can order her husband around. True, true. I mean, I will say that like the tea was not piping because mm-hmm. once she said 2018, I was like, well, you know, highs and lows. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would be annoyed if I was the kids that like they named the LLC like after right. them. Like right. I, would, I would be like, I would be like, now why am I in it? <laughs> How did I get thrown in the stuff? <laughs> I mean, even did nothing. Right. Um, yeah, I'm totally with you. So, okay, Heather, did we get to the party? Heather finds a black man over 6'3 and is like, is he mine? Which I wish Heather would stop doing. Because... It's, we- it's getting weird. And another Nini quote, it's getting really weird. Really weird. <laughs> like, seeing, and she's always going for these men who have like nicknames given to them by you know the, the black community but like hearing yeah. on heather i'm like i really prefer you not to call him big baby right <laughs> <laughs> like it just right. looks like weird to me <laughs> is that my big daddy like let's like, let's gross like let's just get into the optics of that. like i want to be like heather if he was white would you have said that i just want to know right. because it feels a little fetishy to me uh, thank you Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to need to rein her in on that one. Um, and then she was, well, she was doing an interview about talking how she's like had a prison bay before. She just has this like, I don't like this like weird culture, this like weird like fetishizing of like black men that she leans into so much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And that she's like the good girl. And there's like, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's... I, large men to take over her i don't know it's weird it's very weird right cults am i right Uh, (laughs) there we go she's in a cult so um jen then does a birthday speech for coach shaw which was basically just like thank everybody for standing with me while i am like two steps towards prison um happy birthday thank you angie for hosting bye everybody eat this disgusting i mean that cake i don't know if you've got a good look at it but it was i did not ugliest looking cake i've ever seen it had black icing but like the inside had like 
you know that uh salad that they make in the midwest and it's just like marshmallows oh yes <laughs> oh my god it yes like i've had a church potluck before yeah yeah exactly it was like that salad mixed in with layers of cake it looked absolutely disgusting but you know what happy birthday coach Shaw. also i always have an issue with black icing because you can't really eat it without looking like you just like ate like like your teeth are just covered in your teeth black, yeah you know yeah. And like in a social situation it just doesn't really like work yeah, like you just inhaled a whole thing of black and mild. It's, it's really yeah. gross. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so then John and Seth have this super awkward conversation where they're like trying to figure out if they can still be friends, even though their wives hate each other and it doesn't quite work. John really likes his tie. Right. Did you, wait, did you, care? did you watch the rehearsal on HBO? The rehearsal. Did you watch it or no? You don't know what that is. What is that? So it's um, uh, Nathan Fielder like rehearses scenes for oh, people to oh. practice in their no. real life. No, so, I did not. <laughs> to me, Lisa Barlow, that's all she does with John Barlow. She just like, <laughs> sets, <laughs> like she sets up the party in their kitchen and is like, okay, so we're just going to pretend that Seth comes up to you and we're going to practice right. versions <laughs> of what you can say. <laughs> because like, I felt like he was like, oh God, he's... Seth's going off script. I don't know how to navigate this conversation. This is a little right. practice. And then, like later, when when Lisa is talking to Seth, John's oh just standing in the corner, like dead eye staring at. Them. <laughs> He's like powered down. <laughs> oh my god! Let's let's get into that. I mean, there was a quick thing where Whitney like uh, proposes that they go on a trip, but so I was thinking up. like. I was thinking, like, is Jen allowed to, because I read that affidavit, and I thought that she was only allowed to go to states that, you know, uh, were uh, legally Mm. minded, if you will. Like, she's only allowed to go to New York to talk to her lawyers. Um, I didn't know that she was allowed to go to Arizona, but I guess we'll find out (laughs) whether or not she is. Maybe they're, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure to be honest. <laughs> um, okay. So then Lisa tries to go to Meredith, even though she just says, we're not going to have this conversation because it's Shaw, Coach Shaw's birthday. Mm-hmm. Tries to have a conversation with Meredith. Meredith is like, mm, no, thank you. And then she immediately goes over to Seth and is like, Seth, can I hug you? Hi, are we okay? I, can I talk to you right now immediately? <laughs> I just can't. I'm like Lisa. <laughs> um, like how awkward would that be? Like, what do you want from him? What do you want from him? Like, what, what did she expect? What was the expectation? Like, he's like, yeah, that was really fucked up. You only, not only did you say stuff about my wife, you said stuff about me. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Where did that come from? She's like, you know, I was also hurt. Not that it's anybody else's fault, but I was also hurting, and <laughs> we get a lot of that on Beverly Hills too. Like, oh, like where so it's like, much. but I'm going through stuff, and that's why I'm. That's that's never an excuse for bad behavior. Agreed. I will be excusing Kathy for that later, but I agree with you in this. Moment. Yes, <laughs> I, no, but I'm referring more to Lisa Rinna being like, I can be a nightmare because I'm grieving, and it's like, yes, hey, well, like. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah what do you want us to do with that so lisa keeps continuing like i i was hurting i have four sisters i'm the head of my sisters i love my family i i'm going through nobody asked me what i'm going through i'm going through a lot of stuff and so seth anything (laughs) it's like okay like what do you want from us lady basically walks away and then she says in a confessional you know i can apologize until i'm blue in the face but um if anybody if nobody wants to accept it then that's you know i've got to move on it's like well you apologize one time and you talked about your sisters and i don't know what to do with that nobody knows what to do with that lisa she really is she she has no concept of time like time she's not patient like she could afford a little patience because i think a lot of situations would heal themselves if she just like let people breathe for a little bit but she's just like right you know right and meredith brought up a point where she's like you know lisa had a couple months to say something to me and she hasn't Mm -hmm. like clearly suggesting that lisa's only apologizing because they're on camera um and she was on watch what happens live and lisa said that she tried to reach out to Meredith or tried to speak to her and Meredith blanked her basically and she just got the impression to back off and that's why they hadn't spoken in two months yeah but Meredith is can I think Meredith can be a bit unreasonable Mm -hmm. so like I and she's stubborn so I don't know how they ever really worked as friends to be quite honest with you like actually I should I should mention the point that Lisa said she tried to do this right after the reunion. So this was like right after she found out about she's a whore, she fucked half in New York. Right, because so, they I filmed mean, that. Fair, yeah, fair to say that Meredith might want a little bit of a break. And so apparently they picked up filming like pretty much immediately after. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think they, I think this might have been filmed, this party, while the reunion was even airing. Yeah. Like that's how quickly they they started back up again. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Because this show was not, this show ended not that long ago. No. (laughs) Like (laughs) I think the reunion was in March or February. Right. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. Okay, let's move on to Beverly Hills. I'm I'm, like foaming at the mouth. I have so many opinions. Oh my God. Okay, let's just take a healing breath and we'll get into it. um we start off with dorit and kyle facetiming Mm -hmm. kyle's still in atlanta filming halloween um everybody dies except for jamie lee curtis or whatever it's called and uh dorit's telling her about crystal's birthday party about lisa leaving early and what erica thinks that like it might have something to do with kathy kyle says in a confessional that before they left for austin lisa kind of told her mm-hmm. what happened she yep. basically was just like kind of vague but like enough to tell her kathy was talking a lot of shit most of it was about you kyle but i don't want to upset you so i'm not going to tell you what do you think about that i there's a level of like protecting friends right where you're like i'm not gonna address like there's a, I, I think there's a fine line where there are things worth talking about and there are things that just aren't worth it to mm-hmm. me this whole thing could have just not been worth it yeah but but she is going to everyone being like i think there's a world in which she just could have just not said anything and they could have just like addressed why she was, was in such a weird place on the trip 
And then, what? like, maybe later, Lisa could be like, do you really want to know what happened? Or, But, like, she's walking around town telling literally everyone that this woman is crazy. She's calling Radar online telling them shit and <laughs> positive. Right. That. And so, so then to be like, she said crazy shit about you, so I'm going to go tell everyone else but not you. That's not really being a good friend. That's just, like... Yeah, hot even more. Which I, I uh, agree, and it's just making. I, was, I never understand why Kyle wants to be Lisa's friend, but we can get to that. Like, listen, or anybody, frankly. Yeah, I mean, I think it. It obviously only makes things worse when you like somebody said something about you, but I'm not going to tell you because it was so bad. You're only right. going to think like the worst possible case scenario, um, right. which I think is like a really bad friend on Lisa's end to Kyle. Um, so then. Kyle says that she doesn't want to get to the point of no return with Kathy, so maybe it's best that she doesn't know what she said. Okay. <sighs> okay, fine. Um, so then we get to Erica. Erica has a, a therapist meeting, and I want to know why, out of all the therapists in LA, she chose that lady from VH1. Do you know who this lady is? <laughs> uh, yes, but I also think there's like a... a just circle of therapists that are willing to go on camera. Uh, there's like three of them. Small. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that man in Atlanta that's like on, yep. on Married to Medicine and um, uh-huh. Housewives. He's that one that like worked with with Nini. Like, mm-hmm. and then, oh no, and didn't he call, isn't there, isn't Ray and Karen's therapist someone who is from somewhere else too? Or I don't yeah. know. I, just think, I think we've had many therapists cross franchises because there's only a few that are willing to do it. There, there's like some sort of league of reality TV therapists. And yeah, there's like seven of them and they make the rounds and they're everywhere. They are everywhere. Yeah. That man who looks like Arthur has been in my television for years. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and I'm sick of him. <laughs> um, so I will say that Dr. Jen did like give some pretty good advice. And everybody said, and I want to know if you agree that if Erica had just said this the entire time, then we wouldn't, she wouldn't be in the position that she was in. So Erica starts off by saying that like, this year is actually worse for her than last year and that she wants to start moving on. And Dr. Jen talks about like, you need to go through the grieving process. Like you need to grieve the loss of Tom, the relationship that you thought you had, the fact that you thought you could depend on him and that he wasn't being the husband that he, you wanted him to be even before all this legal stuff. Right. So Erica describes Tom as magic, which, you know, that, that's a word choice. <laughs> um, actually, I hate, I hate magic. <laughs> it's, it's, like it's, I, yeah. like magicians like are weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> and describing people as magic i'm like the whole concept. What? It, it gives yeah. it gives spells and spells give cult energy to me i'm like why are you <laughs> like casting spells on people like he actually did he maybe he is magic because he did cast a spell on you to convince you that he was a good husband to you uh, truly truly so even though he's magic erica says that he would flip on a dime and i swear to you if we don't have to watch those scenes of him being like erica please please don't interrupt me again i it'll be a day too soon i mean truly i I can't watch these three scenes anymore so dr jen 
tells Erica, like, you need to be in the mind frame that people are going to come for you mm-hmm. and you just need to accept that, which I, yes, you do. And stop trying to fight people for yeah. like rightfully having critiques of your behavior. And then Erica asks her, how long is this going to last? And Dr. Jen says, it's going to last the shortest when you um, accept it, Take it and the longest when you fight it, which exactly girl so like please stop telling people to kiss your labia on instagram that'll help and saying on national television that your crook of a husband is magic is not like (laughs) (laughs) like helping the case like you're you're like double downing on his like (laughs) his charisma i'm like what like not at any point has she ever like put him down and I think that's very weird. Well, I think there's a whole daddy issue thing with him and her where like <laughs> you think? I, I think he really, well, yes, but I, he he kind of became the father that she never had. Yeah. And yeah. like in kind of the parent that she never had because I don't believe her she has like that great of a relationship with her mother either because her mm-hmm. mom was on the show for that season for a little bit and then like but it was weird. Yeah, she always acts like her mom is, like, really hard on her. Yeah, so I just, I think he is, he is, like, the only family she has ever had. And it's hard for her to put perspective on who he really was. Well, that's her problem. That makes me sound like I'm defending her, but I'm not. I think he's an awful (laughs) person, but she's got a lot of complicated things she needs to work through with him, so. Yeah. She, you have a great point, but it's like she never talks about that, and she should. Well, she, she would never though. She's too. She's too guarded. She thinks. Yeah. Uh, those people annoy me so much. People they're like, I'm an open book. Like I am so not <laughs> to talk about anything, and you're like, you're almost not like anyone who's willing to just say that. It looks sounds like you're protecting yourself from something. Yeah, it, it's a lot of projection. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so then Erica has an event for her weave line and I just want to know like what do you think Mikey is getting paid at this point let me let me just dollars to 10 I mean yeah I was gonna say like which does he just get to dig through old swag bags does he like get a a stray Starbucks credit uh, gift card or something like what's going on with Mikey I think yes to all the above. I mean, anything that's not paper. Because <laughs> he's, yeah. he's not making match money from any of these things. The Chuck E. Cheese dollars. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, so this weave stuff was like boring, but not. It, it definitely set the scene. So first, we're like finally finding more details about what happened in Aspen. Erica makes note to mention that there have been a lot of details coming out through the media and she's not sure how that's possible, how it's possible that everybody knows all this shit, but I then, wonder how. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how. Um, I just want to note that if you look, they did make a lot of note to mention uh, Erica's publicist that was walking around. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, we might want to just jot that down as a possible um potential options so um so then erica starts out by saying that kathy was screaming in the dj's face she was going ham at the goat check she was cussing kyle out and uh, elton john 
What? Elton John appears. <laughs> Elton John appears out of nowhere via FaceTime. What a, what a grab bag of, of situations we've got in this episode. Why did we not have <laughs> Sutton and Lisa get up to the FaceTime with Diana and let's figure out this uh, Elton John Foundation? Hello? Can we just right call it a wrap on that? Please, please. I would have liked some conclusions on that one. Yeah. Um, Diana tells a story about how she's like some weirdo who's into fine china and that's why she's friends with Elton John. Okay. I don't, I don't care. Fine. <laughs> Rich people problems. I mean, like what? I don't care. Billionaire problems. <laughs> um, I screamed when the editors showed that like quick clip of Dorit and Lisa when she was talking about her Tom Ford suit and she's like, I rented it. You can get anything if you rent it. And I just felt like that was shade on the editor's part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, completely. I, I, I really, really loved it. Okay. So then Lisa begins this like PTSD, poor me behavior with Dorit about Kathy. And Dorit says that she actually spoke to Kathy on the phone. Kathy was super apologetic, mm-hmm. was planning on showing up and being apologetic. And Dorit's like, you know, this is more about Kyle and Kathy than anybody else, which is something. Uh-huh. That we should have, that Lisa should have taken note on. This is about two sisters and not you, Rena, but more on that later. Um, so then Lisa says that Kathy needs to apologize to her. And then she says that Kathy was trying to silence her. And then we see this text message where Kathy is just like, uh, please don't say anything that we discussed. You know, I, I don't want everybody to be dragged into this stuff. It's going to be no bueno, but yeah. she spelled bueno wrong. Um, <laughs> Which I like. I like that. I loved it too. It's a little nuanced. Lisa, Lisa refers to this as a veiled threat on Kathy's part. Excuse me? You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. we're giving Kathy too much. We're just building something out of nothing, right? Like we're giving Kathy too much credit here. Like she's not as calculated as you think she is. Like Lisa's acting like she woke up with a horse head in her bed. Like not Lisa Vanderpump we're dealing with here. Like (laughs) (laughs) like Lisa Vanderpump is calculated, right? Like, and has done crazy shit. Yeah. But Kathy Hilton doesn't know what cam who, who who's a cameraman who's a producer who's a part of the cast like she's just like living life she can't even tell her own sister from garcelle like Like, how are we expected this woman is calculated and her saying (laughs) and her saying silence is golden to to renna all that is is she's like 
I vented last night. I went way too hard on these ladies. So can we please just keep that between us? Exactly. That's all exactly. it is. I'm sure Rena has done the same thing to other people when the cameras are down. Um, can we like what was the text message that she sent to Cam or something? It was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yes. I mean Rena, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I have a, a couple more things about Rena, but later I, I'm gonna get to them later. Okay, okay. So, okay. So then they bring up how Kathy went on Instagram live with some person from E Entertainment. And Lisa keeps acting like Kathy lied, but she says that Kathy lied about being alone in the house in Aspen. But what Kathy said is, I was left by myself at the house at one point, which is true because Lisa locked herself in the bedroom. So, yeah. And then also everyone literally left the next morning and left her there alone. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I think that may be what she's talking about. Because the, the, when, when she was like, Rick, come get me on Instagram, I believe that was not in the middle of the night. That was like, I thought in the morning, the next day. Yeah. She's just like in Kyle's house, like, why is everyone gone? Right. <laughs> Mauricio's walking around with his shirt off like smoking weed in the house like come get me Rick please (laughs) so then the ladies gather to discuss about what happened in Aspen so apparently it started they were at the club Kathy requests Billie Jean and I would like to let the record reflect that Lisa flip-flops so hard in this scene Mm -hmm. at first she was like she requested Billie Jean. And Crystal has to bring up the point that it's like a little problematic these days to be, uh, you know, requesting Michael Jackson in the club. Right, um, right. That in itself is a very controversial uh, conversation. We don't need to have it. Like, no, you know, it's not worth having. <laughs> we don't Please, need to get no. into it. Um, so then she acts like she was like, oh my god that was so scandalous but then Cherie says oh I love Billie Jean and Lisa's like yeah me too I love that song so like which one is it girl she doesn't have she doesn't have two feet to stand on she's just following she's like always following she's like where can I how can I make sure I'm on their side so she's just like yeah you're right it's yeah yeah it, it's just, like she doesn't have to take a stance about anything first year improv yes and yes and like she's just going where the, wherever the wind blows it's it's Completely. really wild so then they have this discussion as to either the manager or the DJ told Kathy to just go back to LA. And <laughs> then Diana, <laughs> Diana gets into this weird thing about how Kathy should know the game. And then she starts talking about how uh, Diana gave the DJ $200 because they were waiting on their drinks and they weren't coming fast enough. So she paid this guy and Diana's like, you know, Kathy's been in this game longer than anybody. She's born into it. And I like how Erica was like, well, she married into it. We all did. <laughs> Let's be honest. But um, we all did. Yeah. I don't know what Diana was saying has any relevance to the situation. <laughs> she, I, I cannot stand that woman. She's a real waste of a salary. She I will say. Give, um, give Richards her salary, please. 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 Her on the show. Kim Richards should get that $2 million check that Rena's asking for. Yes. She deserves. All Retroactively, that. honestly. <laughs> Truthfully. Um, yeah, give her $2 million for every season that she's been off. And let's, we'll talk from there. Okay. Yes. Oh, I miss her. I miss her so much. Yes, Kim is so necessary. 
and i know she She really should not be on the show but she does she needs to be on the show no she needs to be on the show and I i don't know if you saw but supposedly andy on his radio show today or yesterday was talking about how he had a he had just gotten off a big conference call with a housewife who they're trying to get to come back onto a franchise. I heard that, and I don't know who it is because I can't picture Kim Richards in a conference call. But <laughs> 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 I, part of me, it's giving kind of Lisa Vanderpump, to be honest with you. Um, I yeah, I mean that would make a lot of sense given like, like Garcelle was filming with her, and yeah. yeah. It's or Vicky, like, but Vicky also would not need a conference call. She'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm done." Please, like, please, yeah. just a quick text, like you up, and and Vicky would right. be like, "She's probably got a mic pack in her closet, like, just yes. it's already ready. I stole it from the reunion that I was last at, and I'm ready. Yep. <laughs> it's been charging since 2020. Um, yeah, it's got to be LVP, Kim, or Phaedra. Phaedra would be my other guess." Yeah, but I don't think, I really don't think that's going to happen. Not in Atlanta. I don't think it should. I don't, you know, I appreciate what Phaedra did during girls trip, but like, that's, that's enough. Goodbye. I don't need Phaedra back. And the thing I relearned about Phaedra in girls trip is she's very guarded. She's not a very, Mm -hmm. she's not good at reality TV on like, like airing at all. Because, yeah. like, when her life did start to unfold, she was just, like, a shell and didn't know how to navigate and was mean and did crazy shit, right? Like, when, right. on Girls Trip, when they were asking her about this guy, she was so cagey about it. It was so mm-hmm. weird. And I, I just, I forgot about that part of her where she can be so guarded that we don't need that. I agree. I, I don't agree. need someone, sometimes it's hard when you bring people back because you hype them up too much. Exactly. Exactly. You get it. We see each other on this one. Thank you. <laughs> so then Cherie chimes in and says that when she got to Kimo Sabi, and I hope I never have to say those words again, the hat store, that Kathy was outside and she was super agitated. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa makes this big show of, oh my gosh, like this is some sort of like Bobsy Twins breakthrough that she had. And it's like in a confessional, like, this leads me to believe that Kathy was actually agitated much earlier in the day. And I think maybe it started with me ordering that Kardashian Jenner drink. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) You crazy bitch. (laughs) And then she says, Kathy is jealous of the Kardashians. First of all, all of you are jealous of the Kardashians. (laughs) Rinna. 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 Oh my God. Can we like just go back to what last season when she was creaming her jeans at the mere mention of the Kardashians so she could bring up the fact that her teenage daughter was dating Scott Disick? Like, she would do anything to marry off her kids into that family, like, literally Game of Thrones style. Literally, literally. Um, yeah, so I mean, Kathy's daughter is Paris Hilton, who gave Kim Kardashian her relevance. Let's talk about it okay what are we doing here like kim kardashian would be nowhere without paris nikki is married to a rothschild like like what the fuck does she care (laughs) to kathy this show is like she's doing community theater yes (laughs) like we're gonna this show for you is everything so like sit back look at it from the wide shot and you're gonna be a little disturbed on how your life has unfolded yourself right now 
thank you like the fact that she keeps bringing up these this family that family and keeps bringing up jealousy like first of all you guys are in your 50s and 60s like literally push me off the Brooklyn Bridge if I have to be jealous of somebody at 55 like I'd rather die (laughs) yeah like what I would really rather die um so then Lisa like kind of mentions well okay she doesn't tell the girls but she we hear it in like these confessionals right so Mm. first she says that Kathy grouped Sutton and Crystal together and we're basically saying that like they're pieces of shit they need to be fired why are they on the show Mm -hmm. um she said Dorit was a stupid useless idiot um, which <laughs> I've had a okay. feeling yeah <laughs> I've had a feeling that Kathy hasn't liked Dorit so like none of this is really surprising to me no, uh, none of it is that's the part that is that that's that's making it hilarious yeah like, because Rinna I think thought that this was the biggest shit that has happened in this franchise in so long and I'm like everything you say is flopping so hard so hard <laughs> so hard then she says that kathy went into a barrage of like i can't have i can't believe that i have to be around these peons i don't like these people why do i have to be them with them they need to go away i you know i have to do everything around here this is Mm -hmm. my show i've got big deals over at nbc and i'll fucking ruin kyle okay okay (laughs) here's the thing my overall issue with this is i'm sure she said all of it and guess what these not one or two episodes ago, Kyle was talking about how as kids, Kim and Kathy, they would all like bite each other till they bled. Yeah. Kyle has sat in a limo on national television and outed her daughter as an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, these women, the, you know, there, there is a very specific bond that sisters have and mm-hmm. it can be very fraught. And yeah. My sister and I don't have that. I, I Once again, I'm not a woman, but like the, we have a very close relationship and it's not, it's, we, we never really fight, but like mm. I have a, I've been present for a lot of friends who get in fights with their siblings and say some of this darkest shit about each other. And yeah. then the next day they're just like hugging and laughing and pretending everything's fine. And I'm not saying that that's healthy, but a lot of people navigate the world that way. And like Kyle, Kim and Kathy do that. They've all inter- they inter- interchangeably stopped speaking to each other for years on end. So right. when you hear these things that Kathy said about her, it's like, of course she said them. No one's surprised by that. But what, but what you're doing is using it as a way to kind of, Rinda's trying to use it as a way to break down the audience's view on Kathy because I think she fully is so angry that Kathy stole the show last year in an unexpected twist. Like, a thousand percent. Becoming. A thousand percent. This side of her is, like, shocking to her, and she wants to reveal it. But I'm like, when she's, like, pushing therapy on her, all this stuff, it's like, you should also be actually pushing therapy on your friend Kyle, who yeah. has done really dark shit to her sister as well. Right. And, like, to act like, like, Kathy's jealous because Mauricio had the agency or she did American Woman. It's like, no, Kyle did some 
bullshit behind her back and Kathy might feel some type of way about that and that's understandable like Mauricio stole clients and Kyle's trying to cash off um their history their family history and we all know how dark big Kathy is uh little Kathy more than anybody so that's probably why she was like don't put this shit on tv like this is gonna be bad um so yeah their dynamic is such that like it's not any of Lisa's business no not at all it's weird it's very weird because especially when Lisa says that out of all the people that Kathy went off on she and Garcelle fared better than anybody so like why are you taking all this so personally right and you are literally you are you are patient zero here you destroyed Kim Richards on national television like yeah she should be saying shit about you right and she did and we'll get into it yeah well she did she did later but I just mean like in that breath like you should be you should feel lucky you got away scot-free because the rest of them haven't done any anywhere near the amount of bullshit that you've pulled with her own family members I agree and like let's be real I'm sure at this point every housewife talks shit about their cast members and you know it's just like part of the part of it you know (laughs) at some point somebody's gonna say something wild so Crystal says in a confessional that she spoke to Kathy. Kathy fully admitted to losing her temper and going off about Kyle, but she didn't say anything to Crystal about her saying anything else about anybody in the group. Right. And then a producer asked Crystal, do you believe Kathy or Lisa? She's like, I believe Kathy. (laughs) I believe Kathy. And then Lisa does another hypocritical thing of asking, why isn't Kathy here at this party? When... Kathy showed up to Crystal's birthday party and Lisa's like, why is she here? I can't believe she's here. That's so weird. And now you're like, why isn't she here? I can't believe she's not here. That's so weird. Like, which one is it, girl? It's, she doesn't, she, she, she's spineless, Lisa Rinna. She really is. Truly, truly. And then Lisa says the funniest thing that she's ever said and will ever say in her whole life. She looks at everybody and says, I've been sending blessings and prayers to Kathy through my heart and through through meditation and you know this has been really difficult for me blessings and prayers Queen Sutton I love her so much and she was like does does Lisa Rinna pray does she pray Mm. I love her so much Erica had the nerve to tell Lisa you're so evolved and Lisa goes I am and then they cut the sun and she's like, huh? <laughs> I am That's obsessed it, with that. That is, I, 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 Sutton and I are not similar in a lot of ways, but those moments, like, I'm very bad at hiding my face. So I Same. do, like, huh? <laughs> One, more One more time. <laughs> Let's take all of this in. Oh, my God. Okay, so then we get to Kyle's house. Kathy shows up to talk but before she walks into that door she rips out a flower in Kathy's face in Kyle's face and then Kathy decides like at what point in the car did she think like I'm just gonna go full cowboy in a way to disarm my sister (laughs) as we learned in Salt Lake City cowgirls are forever (laughs) you know what thank you for tying it all together um Kathy's like, you know, I just came in from the Ponderosa all the way from Cartwright City to apologize. And Kyle's like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? 
Um, she said that like outside of a few texts, she hasn't really talked no to Kathy since yeah. they left Aspen. So then they sit down. Kathy's given her bracelets away. Like she's really feeling very bad about what she right. said. Like that's clear. So, um, so it was but something that I'm frustrated <laughs> with with this whole scene is that Bravo pitched it pitched this storyline to us and all the trailers and all this stuff like Kathy was denying that this happened yeah and that Rinna and Kyle teamed up on Kathy in this right. awful fight right but then when we see it play out Kathy's literally saying I did do that yes <laughs> and I'm so sorry like I I've, I'm not myself right now I'm losing my mind like I was drunk I was mad and I just said the wrong things to the wrong person and I'm yeah. really so sorry and I found that they got to such a positive place at the end of that chat. You would think. But it makes me mad that Bravo did them so dirty. I wish they just never shown that sit down. Yeah, they really, like, in the trailer made it seem like this was going to be the Kathy takedown season. But, like, right. we were all going to be on the side of whoever Kathy was op- opposing. Right. Um, and, yeah, it, it's not like that at all. So, yeah, like you said, like, Kathy apologizes immediately, and she's like, you know, I vented. I didn't think it would get back to you. And then she explains her first, her side of things. She's like, you know, exactly what I thought was that Kyle kept talking about her outfits and, like, the grocery store bag that she bought. And she's like, hey, you know, I'm pretty casual in Aspen, but, like, at some point, you kept going on and on about it. And I was started to feel insecure. And then Kyle immediately was like, why are you putting this on me? Like, I have to apologize. And it's like, well, because you were being a jerk. And that's like yeah. part one. And I also don't think Kathy was asking for an apology. She was just like explaining. I was feeling a little bit sensitive, right? Right. Um, and then uh, Kyle <laughs> tries to act like, you know, I didn't really even say anything that bad. And, you know, I can joke. Kathy makes all these jokes at other people's expenses all the time. And like, when it's her, she, she feels some type of way. It's like, she hid your purse from you for like 30 seconds. That's not really the same as like, Hey, Diana, look at how stupid my sister looks. It's not really the same. But thing. That itself in itself though is siblings to me. So it doesn't yeah. like, I'm not even mad at Kyle for that. It's just like, you are blind to certain things as siblings. Like, right. like you you're like we just pick fun at each other and like it's just it's light band it, it's just like they're i think that's kind of their love language to be honest with each other it's just like poking you know yeah i think kyle definitely thinks that that's the equivalent like not, she thinks that when kathy all. hides her purse it's like a personal jab that she's right, just trying to be funny and yeah. she thinks that what they're doing is equal and it's not but yeah i i'm totally with you um so then you know, she was like, listen, I was overtired, angry, stupid, one glass of wine, two glasses of wine, altitude. I'm sorry. That's not true. She had like three <laughs> martinis before they went to that club. She was drinking dirty martinis. I, I remember seeing them. <laughs> I truly love that. Oh my God. Kyle keeps talking about how hurt she was. And mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, here's we're having a real conversation because Kathy's like, you know, we never really have time to like sit down and like really talk to each other. And then Kathy's like, I can't get a hold of you. I call you to the point where I'm starting to feel like a pest and annoying to you. And I just think you should make time for your family. And Kyle says, I do make time for my husband and my kids. <laughs> like, 
Okay. Well, but to Kyle's point, like I think there are just so many, th- and we don't know all the ins and outs necessarily, but like I think there's just been a lot that's happened that we'll never totally understand. For sure. And so, she I think has had to create her own family, an own yeah. new family because of the her her family family mm-hmm. is not the family that it's they're not supportive they're not. Of each other and they all do it to each other like they they just have a very messed up relationship so like she has to set boundaries with them yeah yeah for sure but i think kathy's one of those people that wishes that her kim and kyle like all slept in the same bed together every night forever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean (laughs) like Like they're wearing matching pajamas yeah right that's the type of like sibling i see kathy as where kyle like has been hurt by them in many ways and needs space but they don't know how to Kim and Kathy, I think, don't know how to understand, like, space. Yeah, I mean, clearly, Kathy's somebody who would just, like, want to be sweet and put, like, a lot of thick frosting over the situation and, like, keep pushing. But, like, mm-hmm. it's too far gone at that point. We can't keep doing this. And, yeah, I mean, Kyle talks about how Kathy calls her, but she'll text her first and is like, hey, I need to talk to you about something important. And then Kyle gets all anxious because she thinks it's something big and then Kathy's just like complaining and she just doesn't want to do that she's upset that Kathy's not asking about Halloween um and her other whatever else that Kyle does I'm not sure (laughs) like I don't know what you want from her though like you want to you wouldn't want to tell her about Halloween like if she asked yeah and here's my other thing is like kyle was talking about how you know once i lost my parents i just figured i would never have anybody who like poured into me or encouraged me and stuff and it's like well does mauricio do that like why is this all on kathy yeah (laughs) why is this all her responsibility i feel like he does support her i just think she yeah i think kyle is one of those people that can never be satisfied yeah and then like family members like i think I think she'll always have a note for a friend. I, I fully agree. Because think about I, it, she's with everyone. I fully agree. And I think, like, Kathy just calls and vents because that's what sisters do. Like, I call mm-hmm. my sister all the time to complain. And, you know, I'll check up on whatever the hell she's doing after that. Like, I don't know. I just, I just think that, like, it's just more sister behavior that they're not on the same page about. Mm-hmm. Um and so i mean listen kathy did eat crow and was like listen i'm proud of you you work so hard i love you so much like if this is what you need i can do that um but i don't think that like kathy simply calling to vent to kyle is a reason to cut her off (laughs) from communication just seems extreme but yeah i mean it also lends credence to the fact that like these rivers run so deep with those three like you know there's never going to be like a clear-cut answer or solution to any of this never. like ever so <laughs> we'll never get there. never where is dr jen when you need her is she still on erica's computer please <laughs> or that arthur figure what's his name <laughs> arthur i don't know <laughs> yeah. dr know. arthur <laughs> um Sutton invites Erica over for Popeyes. I don't really give a shit about this. Um, no, no, nothing really happened. They tried to pretend that they're. I, 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 I. Erica is all talk. Like she totally. is. I really don't think she's as vicious as 
she says she is because she she is she's just hot tempered you know i'm not i once again i feel like i'm defending her so much i don't agree with her at all and she she needs to stop the fact that victims is a trigger word for her is disturbing in itself so she's dr jen yeah (laughs) that is your trigger word for me (laughs) if i were you my trigger word would be uh tom (laughs) or um yeah convicted yeah (laughs) guilty earrings uh, 10 million dollars millions maybe (laughs) oh my god misappropriation yeah that would be a hard word for me um okay so kathy and kyle do make up but then kyle's like oh lisa's coming over and you can stay if you want i just want to say like this was my mind because Lisa walked in and I thought, oh my God, she looks exactly like Andy Warhol. And then I noticed that Kyle had a gigantic Andy Warhol picture on her wall. And I thought, you know, I knew that. I knew. Wait, I knew really? That. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was like a, it was like one of the, I don't even know how to describe it, but yes, it was Andy Warhol. And you know what? The the resemblance was uncanny. I, I really and, got that. And I feel like we haven't gotten Rinna back to the bones like we did here with that hair. <laughs> Right. So he's got wigs on. So it was like, I was like, oh, we're going like all natural today with your your hair helmet. <laughs> yeah, and that's the the official Rena wig. Um, so yeah, God, Lisa comes in. She says in a confessional, Kathy's wearing that same peace sign T shirt. <laughs> I did laugh at this when she had that psychotic break in Aspen. Can you believe that? <laughs> I, I that was so funny to me because I didn't realize that but that is hilarious to me <laughs> the fact that she even remembered that like girl you were clocking everything I would, I would actually kind of remember it to be honest with you because it, it's an ugly shirt on it Kevin. is an ugly shirt yeah. but well now that you mention it you're right uh, you know, like it'd be like oh she's wearing that old navy piece shirt again <laughs> <laughs> so like Lisa's like what did you guys talk about not that that's any of your damn business ma'am but Kathy's like listen I just apologized to Kyle for what happened in Aspen and I want to apologize to you you know I didn't take into consideration that you were in a tough spot you just lost your mom and Lisa then says you know I'm just shook because I've never seen anybody act like that like uh, did you not watch your scenes from Amsterdam she doesn't understand how she comes across like she's so justified in all of her nonsense and it's just crazy like she does the meanest things so mean so so mean so then lisa says you know i just feel like you really need to take some responsibility for some of the things that you've said you know you've said things about everybody and not just kyle and she has this like husky slow soap opera voice like i'm very serious right now and like i need you to understand because i'm dealing with an like it's like i'm talking in a hushed tone because i'm with like a rabid animal and i don't know if you're gonna scratch my eyes out at any point so yeah then (laughs) she's like you know you've said some big fucking things and i don't want to say that you need help kathy but i think you need help (laughs) Kathy's like, are you fucking serious right now? Rina, coming from the woman who just screamed at Sutton at a dinner table for a charity and then not five seconds later was like, <laughs> I'm screaming because I'm grieving. I'm like, Wait. you need to be in therapy. You need to be in therapy. 
what about her screaming like don't anybody come for my family like what yes. was that that came out of nowhere <laughs> just because it was on camera doesn't make it better <laughs> right oh my god but you know so, what i think that's the core of her issue is that she will do anything on camera and not everyone will oh 100 percent. like that's yeah. that's it bothers her that kathy yeah. flipped and there were not cameras around because she's like i've been flipping all season and it's been on camera every single fucking time yeah and she's been trying to like drop hints that something happened so that kathy will say something like i fully believe that lisa left crystal's party because she didn't think that kathy was going to be there and that was going to be her opportunity to like wind everybody up about what was said and then when she couldn't do that because kathy showed up she's like well i'm just gonna pretend like i have ptsd and leave (laughs) like her plan failed and she was like well i can't do this so (laughs) i'm just gonna go um so then lisa asked kathy if she's trying to shut her up and kathy's like no but i think you can be unkind i will say that and so lisa goes oh are we gonna go there go where lisa Go where? (laughs) she's so stupid so then lisa goes you know it's not about me right now this is about you and then she says in a confessional, we're in the same position we were in eight years ago. But it's like, we aren't. You are. You are. <laughs> and you created that. Like, you are, you didn't have to feud with either of them. No. Like, like hello, girl. Going through see- something and you decided to make fun of her for being in, in Kathy's word. I mean, in, in Lisa Verna literally said in her own words, Kim is on the verge of death. Death. And she expects these people to just forgive that? Right. Like, of course, Kim hates you. I'm shocked Kathy and Kyle aren't just spitting on your fucking feet. And the fact that Kyle's just sitting there, like, letting these two go back and forth with each other as though they're equal. And she does say, like, Kathy, you're my sister. And I think of you guys, Lisa and Dorit or whoever the fuck, as also sisters. No. No. That's, like, not the same. like I don't care if you guys you and Kathy are not in a good place there's still a very distinct difference and like the fact that you guys are you are putting this on equal playing field is like actually pretty lame Kyle but it'd be different if Kathy was estranged and like Kathy was not there like you're sitting next to your sister who you actively have a relationship with like you have to defend her and just made up with so like tell Lisa to shut the hell up (laughs) I will say it looks like we're getting a bit of that in the next in the finale. Yes, I want to like what is going on here. I, I want to talk about what I heard right before this too. So, okay, at go. the end. Um, oh, okay, but uh, okay. So then Kathy starts to get upset. And she's crying. And she's telling them that like she's got a friend with terminal cancer. Kyle doesn't even know mm-hmm. she's going through stuff as well. And you know she says I'm sorry again, again. Oh. And then she says, Kathy says, you know, for 30 years, I've not really had issues like this. Your daughter did, but that's okay. We can move on. You're just talking about yourself. But, you know, for 30 years, I've not had problems with people like this. And Lisa goes, why are you looking at me like that? And then Kathy says, because you're looking at me like I have some sort of big problem and I need you to have a little compassion. Like you're looking at me like I need to go off to a loony bin. And this is weird. Like, it's really weird. Um, so then Lisa says, 
I'm sorry, Kathy, but you're not going to get away with this with me. You can have your tears. You can do what you're going to do, but you did what you did. <laughs> you're not going to gaslight and manipulate me right now because I'm trying to gaslight and manipulate you. <laughs> she goes, you know, if you want to apologize to me, let's talk about what you really did. And some of the names that you called people, we'll go there if you want to. What does this have to do with you, Lisa? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What? She just she's she's scrambling. She just wants she wants Kathy to look bad on camera. This is all she's trying to do, and it's not working. And she can feel it. I hope she can feel Kathy's it. Owning it. Kathy's, Kathy literally said this whole episode was just like I was a dick. Yeah, and I wonder, like, did Lisa genuinely think that like Kathy would just leave the show or that she would not apologize? Like, whatever her expectation is, like, she failed on every level every flop, single one flop flop flop, flop, behavior. flop, flop, flop. yeah <laughs> so then lisa asked kathy do you remember what happened and i hate when people do that i hate when people are like you had one drink do you even remember what happened the night before like so shut up i hate when people do that kathy's like yeah i do so then lisa goes did you know that i locked myself in my bedroom and kathy's like no i didn't so then Lisa goes, well, do you know why I locked myself in my bedroom? She's like, well, I just said that I didn't know that you were in there. So no, I also wouldn't know why. <laughs> and then she's like, you were having a psychotic break of some kind. Like it was really out of control. But Kathy says in a confessional, just iconic behavior. I can't imagine anybody that would scare Lisa Rinna. <laughs> and then she starts laughing and she goes, I'm just constantly reminded of the situation with Lisa that with my sister, Kim, she got physical. Yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> oh, so then lisa tells kathy that she's angry you're angry at this beautiful sister of yours okay and kathy's like okay i didn't handle myself well i'm not proud of it mm -hmm. I, you know i don't know what to tell you kyle finally speaks up and she's like you know kathy's my sister but you guys are like sisters to me too and i just don't want to be in the middle of the situation kathy apologizes again to Lisa and says, I don't want to be in this situation. So then Lisa's like, you know, I just want to know where this hatred comes from. You know, you've got to figure that out and you have to figure out why you have a black heart. What is it, Kathy? What is it, Kathy? <laughs> is it Kathy? I would have been like, while we're here, why do you have a black heart? Right. <laughs> what, why do you wear um, turtlenecks all the time? 
right on. Why do you um, insist on looking like Elton John from 1972? We, we have questions. I've got questions for you too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she just, it didn't, it really did not land in the way that she thought. Oh, I love it. I love it. So then Kathy gets up and is like, I'm not doing this with you. I'm leaving. And Kyle's us in a confessional. You know, I can tell that Kathy's trying to keep her cool, but I also feel like Lisa's kind of pushing it. So Kyle goes back over to Lisa and she's like, I'm looking for my life to be less complicated. Lisa clearly did not pick up on that. No. She's like, you know, something needs to be worked out between you two. Yeah, it just was before you walk in and you right. were... <laughs> she's like you know whatever like you can't just act like everything's good because it's not and you know Kathy really needs to do some serious soul searching or talking to somebody because I don't think anything will get better unless it does what what her her thought process makes zero sense to me (sighs) not at all and yeah to talk about the preview it seems like Kyle's finally being like why is it that Lisa's so involved? Why is it that every time we go somewhere, there are very detailed bits of information that make it onto radar online? How is that possible? This is getting weird. Um, and I, I'm thrilled. I heard today that uh, Kath, not Kathy, Kyle and Rena really got into it at the reunion mm-hmm. and that they're not talking anymore. Love that. And then it got like real nasty. I love that because that's how because that's the that the, that's the right side of history. I agree. Bad and Kyle does not do, need to be friends with someone who continues to go on these tirades about her sister. Like, can you imagine having somebody in your life who was like trying to be the middle person between you and Kix? Like, It'd be why? So weird. I I'd just be like, why are you so obsessed with us? Right. <laughs> so weird yeah. i can't even imagine like even thinking that's appropriate or wanting to do it and like it i don't get it i don't get it at all no it's 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 weird it's like why are you, like mariah carey why are you so obsessed with me like you just like it, but then there 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 are levels of rena and sisters that i think there's trauma because she lost her sister and mm-hmm. I think that there are some things that she needs to look at deeply in therapy about her issues with family and relationships and things like that, because there's, there's a lot there. It's weird to me that of all the people to come at on this show, you've been, you've wanted to take down this woman's, both of her siblings. Right. Like that's, that's not something that you, someone does like, that's not a coincidence, I should say. Not at all. And I whether really she gets the strategy or not, I don't know. But I just think that there's more there. So Yeah, like what do you think that Rena's end game is with this? I I don't know. I actually don't know. I just think that she <laughs> likes to manipulate and it's how she gets off. And she thinks that she I think she really thinks she's the queen of the show and like can feel it slipping from her grasp. And so she goes for an easy target and that's Kathy. I agree. I just like I don't understand like I don't know, it's just like single white female like just trying to isolate Kyle from yeah. everybody. Oh, no, and I just don't understand like to what end. Like what is what are you getting out of this? I really don't know. I really don't know. Other than like 
maybe I'm being too paranoid, but she's like, okay, Kyle's really like the head of Beverly Hills, right? Like whether she likes it or not, like she is the OG. She's the glue. She holds the show together. Yeah. And you want about her. She is like, she, yeah. she keeps the show going, you know? I mean, that's just the truth. Um, but I wonder if like, that's part of it too. It's like, maybe if I just break down Kyle enough, then she'll end up leaving the show. And then really I can be the queen bee. I don't think she wants to break down Kyle. I just think she, I think she wants maybe Kyle for herself. Yeah. So like, what's your dream team? If you had to fire people from the show outside of Rinna, are you keeping the rest of the cast? Uh, I would say, I say the core group that we need present Mm-hmm. are Garcelle, Sutton, Kyle, Dorit. Mm-hmm. Um, those four for me. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'm down to throw in a couple of the others. Like I, lo- I love Crystal. I just, my only issue with Crystal is I think she's, I, I want to be friends with her. I just don't know that this is the right group of girls for her because like, I don't know that she communi- She operates on the same level as them or down, down on their level. Like she's always just like giving such sound and honest feedback on life mm-hmm. that I don't know that it meshes with this group all the time, but I would love to see her again. I just don't, I don't know if it's the right fit or not, but, and then, yeah, and I then Kathy, they, I think will be back, but yeah. Yeah. I think if they took out Erica, I think that would be really important for Crystal. I think that would be really mm-hmm. good for her. That's a good point. Um, we gotta break up the Fox Force Five. It's gonna. It's happening though. I can feel. It's absolutely happening. There's you no can way. Feel it in the air. <laughs> yeah. There's a change. There's a change in the seasons. I can there's feel it. Um. Yeah. Uh, which, okay. So who would you bring up just like selfishly, like back from the old guard? Oh, Kim. Kim, one thousand percent. Kim needs to be there. And I, I don't like Lisa Vanderpump, but I do think it would be fun. I think like. I would be willing to keep Lisa for another season if we could bring back Kim and Camille. See, but Camille keeps coming back and under delivers. That's my issue with Camille. I would rather Denise come back. Yeah. I mean, I think Denise would come back. She's said it many times. She's got to pay for Aaron's, uh, you know, whatever molecule machines or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Well, I'm not prepared to hear uh, Aaron's thoughts on uh, COVID-19 and the January 6th uh, event. Oh, Lord. I mean, Aaron's not prepared to hear the thoughts that come out of his head. So, you know. He's, to me, like <laughs> the face of QAnon. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, um, do you have any final thoughts from the episodes no i mean great premiere from salt lake city happy bh is wrapping up can't wrap up soon enough and i'm looking forward to getting potomac soon well i'm so excited about potomac uh i can't even put it into words like to see karen huger back on my screen it's like a warm hug like a really warm hug and i'm excited about it they're they're (laughs) my home they're my family they're my real my chosen family (laughs) uh well thank you so much tom this was a real treat to have you thanks for having me thanks for thinking of me yeah well uh, you have a great night and we'll talk soon yay thank you kara bye Bye. everyone